Hello, my name is Star and I am the founder of the Super Notary Mom Facebook group. Today's topic is not talked about enough, in my opinion. Please follow the podcast, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Super Notary Moms, and buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. Today's topic is, where's my child support? And yes, you heard me correctly. Where is my child support? Today, we will discuss a baby creation, acting in the capacity of both mom and dad, one parent, parenting, to I can't take it no more, see you in court. This is part one of Where's My Child Support? As we all know, babies just don't fall out of the sky. So with that being said, it is both parents' duty and responsibility to take care of that child in spite of, regardless of any situation that arises, any situation. Parenting does not come with instructions. It would be great if it did. It's kind of like trial and error. We tend to do what our parents done to us, teach our children what we were taught. We even sometimes get advice from family members, be it good or bad. We even sometimes read parenting books, even if the author doesn't even have any children. Not to discount them, though. There are only two sets of people that can relate to this topic, in my opinion. And those are people that are in the process of filing child support or people that has a court-ordered child support already in place. Either way, whichever one applies to you, then this episode will hit home. I think it's really sad that it takes so long for the absent parent to be located, serve if you pay that service, and not to mention getting a court date. In the meantime, the child is still being, being taken care of by the one parent, clothing, having a warm place to live, but the absent parent continues to work every day, or maybe not. In the meantime, you are out here struggling. And in some cases, the absent parent is with another ready-made family, helping him or her with their kids. Reality chat. Hello? Wrong family. Wrong kids. And trust me, this is today's reality. It's almost like this is like normal behavior, or in a lot of cases, acceptable in today's society. And if that's what floats your boat, fine. But while you're over there floating your boat, Float some daycare or clothes money or field trip money this way. And sometimes the absent parent has the audacity to say, I'm not giving you any money, but tell me what he what she needs. How dare you insult my intelligence? That would be my response. How about I write a list of what he or she needs, the baby? Starting with number one, a responsible parent. Number two. A parent that will wake up in the middle of the night because he or she, which is the baby, is feverish. Number three, a parent that would take off of work to go with him or her, the baby, on a field trip. Number four, a parent that would take the child, the baby, to practice after working all day. Or I got another one. Number five, a parent that goes and meet the child teacher on the first day of school or teachers and make sure he or she, the child, has everything 
that he needs for school, supplies, uniform, clothes. There you go. Do you know where I can find him or her? Please let me know. I think it's really sad that an absent parent can even think of something so ignorant to say. But when you are dealing with a parent that is absent in a child's life, not to mention being forced to pay child support, that all in itself tells you everything about that parent and that parent's character. Not taking care of your child could either be a generational curse, in my opinion, or perhaps the curse could be starting with you. Regardless of where it starts, it's not normal. My thoughts, even if the absent parent is unable to see the child for whatever reason, that does not give him or her a free pass or get out of jail card to act as if the child doesn't exist. I have even heard situations where as the absent parent is working every day, not paying child support, is court ordered, but for some reason, the system allegedly haven't caught up with him or her. How does that work? <laughs> this the part is going to get you. Now, sometimes the absent parent haven't interacted with the child all year, sometimes even for years, and then tax time rolls around. He or she can't wait to file their taxes, busting down H&R block doors, Jackson Hewitt doors, busting them down, turbo tax. Still, though, not thinking about the child, not thinking about support. Parent file, absent parent files their, their taxes. 90 days later, go pay. And the absent parent checking their account three, four times a day, looking through the mail. All of a sudden, you don't recognize that number. Now, this is a parent. You don't recognize that number. This is the absent parent calling. Because he changed his number so many times to prevent you from getting in contact with him. So he's calling your phone. Hello? Hello? This is Buster. Hey, I'm just calling. I know you got my tax money, so uh, you can take care of the baby. My suggestion to you is, don't even argue with him. Hang the phone up. At this point, you already know, he is not well and a lost cause for the most part. No need of arguing. Just hang up the phone and take his $1,200 and go on a girl's trip. Or you and your baby go on a trip. But before you go on that trip, make sure you go online to the e-commerce store at supernotarymoms.com and purchase you a Super Notary Mom t-shirt, tank top, leggings. Oh, and don't forget your tennis shoes. And wait for next year to get the next child support payment when he filed his taxes again. But there is one piece of the puzzle that the absent parent never seems to remember or just don't care. Seven letters. Support. A child has to have support. Granted, love, comfort, etc. We already know that. But financial support is just as important. A child or children has to have that. A safe place to live, clothes, shoes, medical, dental, food, etc. All of that stuff costs. You get the picture. So before you walk out that door, remember, it's cheaper to keep her. 
Let me be clear about a few things. Life happens. Kids are born. People pass away. We all have family members in our family that are drug addicts. I get it. But what should never, ever, 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 ever happen as a human being is you should never, be it male or female, no longer want to be a parent. I mean, like, really? Not wanting to be a parent, really? Everybody, everybody that is listening to this podcast right now, think about it. When two people lay down together, not being responsible and conceive a child or children, regardless if that couple, two people, whatever, stays together or not, it is imperative for both parents to play their role and not expect the other parent to pick up his or her slack. That is, that, that is so selfish. It's unethical, it's immature, and it's just plain ridiculous. Like, why? Like, why would you ever want another person to have to, like, take care of your responsibility, your part? It's both parties. It's just not one person. It's just not. Totally unfair. It doesn't only affect the kid. It affects the other parent. And which now, the parent have to reach out for help to the family members, friends, sometimes social service, churches, etc. It leaves sometimes a mark on that child, sometimes an everlasting mark, even as the child becomes grown. I could never, ever, like literally like ever, wrap my brain around a parent's choice of choosing not, not to make any attempt to provide any financial support for their child. How can you live with yourself every day knowing that a piece of you is out here somewhere and that you're not providing support to? Like I always say, how does that work? Let's put it all in perspective. When a parent has to play both roles, pick up the absent parent financial responsibility, it forces that parent to work overtime because someone has to provide, which is less time the parent will spend with the child now. The parent will be tired a lot. The parent begin to become moody, sometimes cranky, because he or she is financially responsible for everything. The parent has very little time for him or herself. The parent makes the best decision that he or she knows because it's only him or her, like she or he is it. The parent sometimes has to work overtime to compensate for the medical, dental, vision, FICA, Social Security, and everything else that's being taken out of his or her check. Can't forget taxes, state and federal. He or she has to compensate for those expenses that are being taken out of his or her check, weekly or biweekly. Depending on the age of the child, the child will have to either be in daycare Staying with the family member, which probably going to require a couple of dollars. Sometimes some family members will watch the child or children for free. Good luck with that. Or the child will be school age. In any event, even if the parent is receiving some type of support or voucher from the state, most likely 
that parent will still have some form of co-payment in conjunction with what the state will be assisting him or her with. So there you have it. Please tell me again, why shouldn't I file for child support? Parents are supposed to take care of their kids, prevent them from harm, do the best he or she can do, provide for them, like our parents did for us. Well, most of us. Regardless of your childhood, be it good or bad. If your childhood was bad, why inflict the same pain or any pain that was inflicted upon you? If that was the case, how easy we forget. We as parents have to do so much better with our kids. And being forced to pay child support is absurd. No one, no one should have to force a grown man or woman to take care of his or her child. Just like you as a parent have needs, so does kids. And kids' needs should not be met with one parent income. It's draining. It's draining to go file child support papers. Anyone, I mean anyone that has ever filed child support papers in any state can relate. It's almost as if the court system makes you feel like you're the culprit, as if you're doing something wrong by filing. The question they ask on the forms. And sometimes the forms are like books. It almost makes you feel like, you know what, I'm not even doing this. And forget about if we don't have an address on that absent parent. You might as well don't even go to the courts. No address. The absent parent cannot be served. It's ridiculous. Stay tuned for part two of Where's My Child Support?